Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for listening, my friends. I'm so glad that you're taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. It's an honor to serve you in this way. So I am looking forward to this conversation because honestly, this is a conversation we haven't done a lot of on this topic um, or we and we've never had this person on our podcast. So we're excited. Um, we've been having a ton of fun off air and we finally like, okay, we better hit the record button. <laughs> So, so we're going to get started with this and I'm excited. You know, preschool ministry really is, and I believe this with all my heart, as somebody who has spent a lot of time and most of my life uh, experience has been around um, elementary ministry, I do believe that preschool ministry is our bedrock. It's our foundation. It's important to get it right. Um, and we want kids to not struggle when they get later in life. And I think it starts because we start with a strong preschool foundation. So um, my guest today is somebody who knows that world very, very well, but not just that world. She ministers to families uh, and it's exciting to connect with her. And Jean Thompson, uh, a.k.a. Miss Patty Cake, as everybody will know, is with me uh, in our virtual studio today. And I'm excited. She's really is a kid ministry legend. Um, if you haven't been in kids, you know, if you've been in kids ministry, you know, uh, you recognize the green immediately and you see the hat and you're like, I know that's Miss Patty Cake. Um, and uh, so, Jean, welcome to the podcast. It's so great to have you on. Um, thank you. It's an honor for me. I love it. I, I, I think it's so much fun that you can be in Ohio. And here I am in Tennessee, in my kitchen with my dog at my feet. So if you're in <laughs> But thanks for having me on because I am super excited when I get any opportunity to talk about um, what I have learned in these many years that God has had me um, putting on a, a crazy costume and um, traveling around the country and even around the world and yes. singing about God's big love and teaching children as much as as um, this, the word of God and about who Jesus is and how the Holy Spirit can be alive in us and and starting when they're um, babies and a, a beautiful time to be celebrating life and to celebrate yes. babies oh, yes. right here in June of 2022, <laughs> thanking God for what he is up to in our in our country. But mm -hmm. um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. So let's go. All right. That is awesome. Well, we always start off our podcast with why type questions. So your why, your why question for you is, is this idea of why have you spent your life focused in on the littles, the preschoolers, the nurseries? Um, why, why is that so important to you? Um, what a great why question. I love um, that, that. I love that when people look at me, it's kind of funny for the years. And by the way, this year makes 28 years of being in a costume. Right. How about that? 28 <laughs> years. And the funny, the funny answer to that question, why is, um, um, is that God tricked me. <laughs> 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 I, 
I um I have a an interesting story and in, which is this that I sang classical music. I'm trained. I was in an opera. I sang opera, then I sang musical theater, and I thought I was going to New York and I <laughs> thought I was gonna do all this fun stuff. But G I met Jesus in a very real way when I was in college. Mm. And as a music major, a voice major, and all that. I was arrested by the word of God and the particular Ugh. scripture that God kind of wrote. And, you know, I, I hope that you and others who are listening have had the same experience John Wesley had when he said, my heart was strangely warmed because mm. that's what happened to me when I encountered the scripture that I had known because I'm, I'm churched and yeah. I'm so grateful for that. But, and um, and I was saved for sure, but I had an encounter with the Lord by with the Holy Spirit when I was in college that really changed my direction. And the scripture yes. used is uh, Psalm chapter 40, verse three. You know this verse well, I'm sure. Verse one says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined his ear to me and he brought me up out of a miry pit and he set my feet on a rock and he made my footsteps firm. And then verse three says, and he put a new song in my mouth and it is mm. a song of praise up to God. So I started going, wow, are, are you saying this to me, Lord? You're putting a song in my mouth, a song of praise. And the truth for me is I grew up in a very conservative denomination where, where we sang the doxology. That was kind of the only thing that I knew that was praise God from whom all blessings flow. So I went on this deep dive into scripture to find out what does this mean? And that's when I started, um, seeking out songs that were praises to God, songs that were, and I have that kind of big Sandy Patty kind of voice. So in those days I was, I had some great uh, songs that I started singing. Well, then fast forward, God brought me a husband. That's a fun story. That was a surprise too. And then, <laughs> and so I was a singer and I made a couple of solo recordings and I was a concert artist and I was doing big events and I was speaking and teaching on praise and praise and worship. What is that about? And that was all before I had something happen to me that radically changed my life. <laughs> this, I had children. <laughs> and as you know, um, having children radically changes your life because yes. suddenly your priorities shift. Suddenly you right. are responsible for another person. Um, and I had two children very quickly and um, I was realizing that I needed um, new songs to sing, something that was age appropriate. I love to liken it to baby food and or, and or what the Bible says, which is milk and meat, that little children are born without teeth. So they can't eat meat yet. You have to start with something that works for them. Um, and so about that time, by that time, my husband and I had moved down to Mobile, Alabama, South Alabama. We call it LA. That's lower Alabama. Um, and working, my husband was working for and producing the music at Integrity Music. So if you're a, if you're one of the geeks that reads the back of the, and I mean that in the kindest way, that reads the liner notes on CD or anything, you will see the name Don Moen and Chris Thomason. And that is affectionately known as Mr. Patty Cake, Chris yeah. Thomas. Um, so uh, we were down there. Well, some of their songwriters had written um, a group of lullabies and a whole bunch of 
songs that they called lap songs for little ones, lap songs. And they were for toddlers and preschoolers. Yeah. One of those songs, Tom, was called Patty Cake Praise. And so that was, I found those, those, and they were, by the way, cassette tapes. That yes. Me. Um, <laughs> and so they worked for my children who were one and two. We were singing patty cake, patty cake, clap and play, patty cake, patty cake every day. You know, those are easy songs, much yeah. easier than an Italian aria. That was much easier. <laughs> and one of the songwriters came to me and said, Gene, nobody's ever going to hear this music. And I said, why? These are great. These songs are wonderful. They're little 10 men came to Jesus songs that were Bible story songs um, Bible yeah. birth songs, games and activities. Um, but she said, no one's going to hear them because no one will sing these songs. That was a red letter. Uh -huh. day, Tom, I'll never forget it. I remember the day. And it kind of chokes me up, frankly, because I remember that was the day I volunteered. Yeah. I was like, well, the, I, 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 <laughs> I can sing those songs. How hard is that? They're not difficult to sing. I can sing them. And I know a lot of other mommies who have little children that need to hear songs like this. Now we had the Donut Man and we had Salty and we had, um, I think by then Steve Green had done Hide Him in Your Heart. So nope. there were a few um, children's music, Christian children's music songs, not many. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, what I also knew was because I grew up loving Mary Poppins and <laughs> I'm quite aware of the whole Disney thing where characters um are characters are, are are a way that god uses to draw people into a story jesus made up stories all yeah. the time you know and so yeah. stories are stories are a great vehicle to communicate the truth of god yes. so this other friend who was one of the co-writers of the patty cake praise song her name is Nancy. She and I got together. She loaned me her rocking chair so I could nurse my second baby. And so she has four children. So we started talking about how could we get people to hear these songs? And our idea was create a character. And it just, the cream that rose to the top was the song Patty Cake Praise because it's kind of, it's an, it's an, it's a, it's an English idiom and it's well known in English speaking countries, the old nursery rhyme of Pat uh, Cake, Patty Cake. That was the whole idea. God tells us how to give him praise. And one of the ways is clap our hands. Psalm 34 right. one says, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with a voice of praise. And I had done this huge study on what does praise mean? What are the Hebrew origins of praise? And so I took all that I knew, the big fats, uh, you know, meat stuff. Yeah. That I, and then it kind of, I say, I put it in a blender and um, I created a smoothie. <laughs> that a child could drink. And we created this character and called her Miss Patty Cake. And her costume has a big heart and two hands on pockets. And those are hands to clap, a heart to love, a voice to sing. And every song mm. gives thanks and praise to God. And so Miss Patty Cake always says, every day is a Patty Cake Praise Day. And that, of course, is a retelling of Psalm 118 that says, this is the day God has made. I will mm. rejoice and be yes. glad in it, which is an act of our will. That is a long sermon that I love to tell. But that that is the way I stepped in. So I've answered two questions, actually. But that's the way that we actually came up with the idea for this character. Uh -huh. I went to my church, to my children's minister, and said, hey, I want to do a program at our MOPS group. We have MOPS, Mothers uh -huh. 
schoolers. We had a mom's group and I said, I want to do a, a program, but I want to do it for the mommies with the children together. Yes. She said, well, we don't usually do that. I said, I know, but <laughs> what, what we have to give you is for the children, but the mommies have to know about it because the parents are the ones who give this to their children. They're the ones who have to yep. intentionally choose That's right. faith-based music for their children. Um, right. A child can't figure this out by himself. Somebody has to push play. <laughs> and so um, for a baby, we I have all these lullabies that are blessing songs yes. and songs that's for babies and toddlers and then toddlers and preschoolers all these little songs i did not write them all so i get to be the person who says yay songwriters and um, <laughs> and then i wrote some as we went on over the years but um the i said all that so that i could get to your question which is why and the answer to that question is i did not know why until i stepped into this world and I begin to discover how important children are to God. Yes. Which you know, because you've worked with children <laughs> for years and years, but babies, toddlers, preschoolers, let me give, throw out a couple of scriptures because I find that it's so important in a lot of mm. children's ministry yes. people, sadly, yep. think that babies and toddlers just need childcare. Right. But I'm here to tell you that that's not biblically sound. It's also not scientific research sound. I didn't say that well, but um, because here's what the scripture says. Two things. The first thing is that God empowers children through praise. Yes. We know that from Psalm chapter eight, verse two, you know this verse well, and it's, um, and it says this out of the mouths of babes and infants, God ordains or perfects praise. He makes perfect praise. He ordains praise. Jesus quoted this in Matthew to the, to yeah. the disciples when they were sh sh shooing the children. Yes, away. And he right. said, Jesus said to them, Hey, 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 what are you doing? Have you never read that God makes perfect praise out of the mouths of babes and infants? God makes perfect praise. Now listen to the message translation of that verse. I just love this. I love the <laughs> message, especially for young children. It says this, Nursing infants, <laughs> nursing infants are gurgling choruses about you, God. Uh, and toddlers will shout the songs that drown out enemy talk, enemy talk, and silence atheistic babble. Toddlers <laughs> shout the songs that will drown out enemy talk and silence atheistic babble. Toddlers. So wow. my point was, I, I, you know, this was all kind of new, new to me all those years ago that little babies and toddlers have this kind of strength and power in the mouths of their praise and worship because, you know, it, it doesn't even have to filter through their brains. It just goes straight from their spirits right out into, yeah. the, into the frequency of the world and has great strength and power. The second verse is this, 2 Timothy 3.15. And I, I, I love to hang my hat on this verse when people say, someday when they're old enough to figure <laughs> it out and to reason it all out, you know, and I go, no, 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 you don't understand. God bypasses our brains and plants seeds into our spirits before we can even know how to process it because our spirits yes. are alive. And because there's no junior Holy Spirit, he is, he, <laughs> is, he is making Jesus known and he's calling people to himself all the time. Here's what 2 Timothy 3.15 says. Paul talking to Timothy and he's 
reminding him who he is, stir up the gifts that are in you. And he says this, which I love. He says, Timothy, don't forget from infancy, you've yes. known the Holy Scriptures. Right, right. From infancy. And then he said, and that is what gave you the wisdom that led you to salvation through faith in Jesus. In the scriptures from infancy. Now, Timothy's a Jewish boy, which meant that he had to start learning the Torah as soon as before he could talk. They were supposed to know the Torah, but by the time they were already six years old, that's the first five books. Now, the only way to ingest great tomes of anything is to sing it or chant it. So yes. Hebrew boys, and because the girls lived with them, they all knew the scriptures. That's how he, from infancy, he knew the scriptures. And who was teaching him? Well, guess who? His mother and his grandmother, right. Lois and Eunice. Yep. We know their names, right? Yep. So, so why, here I'm looking at, why have I spent my life focused on preschoolers is because God began to teach me the importance of starting yes. early and starting when mm. they're so young and pouring the truth into them because then the enemy has a hard time snatching it away because it gets it's a firm foundation deep inside them. Stephen Covey wisely said, you should always begin with the end in mind. Yes. So if our end as parents and leaders and pastors and who, we, if the end is that we want to see these young children yeah. grow up and begin and meet Jesus have a relationship with Jesus, get filled up with the Holy Spirit, then we, then that's, that's the end, you know, and then live a life of following <laughs> Jesus, being disciples of the Lord yes. Jesus. We have to start early. It's best if mm. we start early. George yes. Barnett, as you know, said 85% of us who are believers in Jesus came to faith by the time mm. we we're only eight years old. That's right. That's, that's right. So that is the reason when I said, this is very important to God. And therefore, this is where he wants to park my life. And my assignment is with babies, toddlers, and preschoolers. Oh, that was a wow. long answer. Hey, but that was, a, that was, oh, that was so, <laughs> so good. <laughs> that was so, so good. It just, and, you know, like I said, I, I've spent the bulk of my life more in the elementary side, but I have, I was impressed upon me very early in ministry how valuable and how important it is. If I'm going to call children's ministry, children's ministry, and I'm going to, if I'm going to go to battle over somebody saying it's childcare, um, it, it means everything. And I think there's still though, and, and you said it there, unfortunately, there's still children's ministry leaders out there that view the preschool ministry as childcare, even though they won't say that, uh, even though they, they sit there and, you know, those are fighting words practice what, what they, 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 those are words They're, the practices is they, they still don't really understand how to do ministry well and i'm just curious what is something that you see you've seen over the years that that boy you you're inside you're like oh i wish children's ministry leaders would grab onto this about preschool ministry um i'm it's interesting because i'm working i'm doing a some events speaking this summer. And one of the things that I've created is a, is a talk that I call the superpower of babysitters. Well, babysitters is, a, is I think a, a sad word that's we call childcare, but they think of it sometimes as babysitters, but we have a superpower um, in childcare with babies and toddlers and even preschoolers. We have the superpower of music because music goes to a different part of our brain and it mm -hmm. sticks um, and it yes. doesn't leave us. We we can all sing jingles and songs that we learned as 
two-year-olds and three-year-olds and four-year-olds because our our brains grab hold of it much better than our brains grab hold of just words spoken. Those kind of go in and out. But if you sing it, and I love to say, if you sing it, they will listen every, every (laughs) time. And and I always like to sing this and say things to children like, uh, do you know this song? My baloney has a first name. It's, and everybody. Oh, C-A-R. Right. Everybody knows that. I know that song. Because it's a jingle, because it's music and it's yep. stick. That is a superpower because God made music. I was like, it's supernatural. It's superpower. We have the superpower of de- declaring words and mm. declaring scriptures over children. If you speak the word of God over yes. a child, the word of God, as we know and believe it, as believers, we know what the word says, that the word is living, it's active, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. It, it pierces, it goes in. It, God is watching over his word to perform it. Isaiah 55, 11 says the, that the word of God is, that never comes back empty. It always accomplishes right. what we set it out to do. So superpower of words that you have to speak over, the, over little children in your life. And then you also have the superpower of faith. because. Yes. Jesus said, you want to see the mighty works of God. He was saying this to all his followers. They were like, yeah, yeah, do miracles. And he said, this is the mighty work of God. It it is that you believe. And our faith can get transferred to children. We can believe with them and for them and teach them to pray and encourage them and show them and model prayer for them, model worship for them, model giving praise to God for them. When they're little, 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 um, because you know what else is great about when they're little and what superpowers? They're uninhibited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not, yes. They don't have any restraints like grownups. They're not trying to look cool like a middle school kid is. <laughs> you, don't yeah. have to get, you don't have to jump over the hurdles of, okay, how can we make them feel good about themselves? Nah, they don't care. You know, they're just going to do it. Come on, everybody stand up. We're going to give thanks and praise to God. And I always say you don't even have to use apologetics with these little children because all you have to do is tell them his name yes Jesus, the one who made you the one who spoke your life into existence the other great thing that i would love to say to people they don't think of is we as children's ministry leaders have this amazing opportunity to speak destiny into little children mm, wow. i know that firsthand because there was a lady she just went to heaven about three weeks ago there was a woman in my town birmingham alabama where i grew up who was the volunteer to do the preschool choir. (laughs) That is a thankless job. Wow! Not everybody is going to give you a trophy if you volunteer (laughs) to sing with preschool children. But this woman did. Her name was Mrs. Little. And Mrs. Little, when I was four and five and six years old, that was the preschool. We called it junior back then. That was the junior choir. And she played the piano and we sang, Jesus wants me for a sunbeam, a sunbeam. I remember these little songs. God's world. Well, guess what she did? She listened to me when I was five years old. She listened to me and she called my mother on the phone and said to my mother, Jean is music. She has music all over her. She is near perfect pitch. She is so excited. Every time we sing, she watches me play the piano. I believe God has put music on her life. Wow. Mrs. Little, when I was five years old, she spoke just as a result. My mother would not have seen this. My mom's not musical. And my dad, they weren't paying attention to that. And at five years old, my mother said, hmm, okay. She bought me a little piano. And then two years after that, I started taking piano lessons and ultimately won scholarships to college. So that 
is something I think children's ministry people don't often see that they have. I just like to call them. They have superpowers. (laughs) You can affect for eternity, the life of a child because of what you pour into a child and these tender ages. Yes. I mean, what a great way to, to, to put into their mental soundtrack that those truths that, that God has created them, you know, uniquely on purpose for a purpose and speaking. Yeah. Oh, wow. I hope, I mean, right. There's a gold nugget. If you're listening that you need to take and ask yourself as our children's ministries, our preschool ministry, uh, doing that on a regular basis, what a great way to recruit people too to call them into something to say, look, I'm not asking you for childcare. I want you to care about kids. Yes. So I want you to care about children because uh, I used to say that we're not doing childcare, but yes, we care about kids. Um, yeah, that's good. But what I'm calling you to do is something that I'm calling you to lay a foundation that this, this can affect a child's eternity um, by what you do or what you don't do in these, this hour here in our preschool ministries. So I love it. Um, you released a, a new book too um, called sharing God's big love with little lives. I think some people may not have caught that it was, this was out. I saw it when I walked table at Children's Pastors Conference. So tell us a little bit about that, too, because I want people to, if they haven't gotten it, this is something that they ought to get into their preschool team's hands for sure, but they ought to read it themselves as a leader. So, Well, you know what? The truth is I got tired of people telling me I was cute. Um, <laughs> And, 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 and is, that is kind of funny, but they would look at me and they would look at how colorful the videos were, which Integrity Music um, funded the first videos and, and, um, and my costume. And they would say, oh, you are so cute. And I started getting kind of mad about that because I was like, this is not cute. This is kingdom. I mean, it's not just cute. You know what I mean? Yes. It's more, more, it's more than cute. Um, cute is nice and cute is fun. And I want to be... I want the whole character thing to be attracted to children. It's not gender specific. It's for boys and girls at those tender, like Mr. Rogers was like, you know, just a, 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 someone other than your mom or dad to tell you the truth about who God is. Yes. Yeah. And so I knew Tom, like, you know, that, that I would always say there's a big, big, big heart behind the art of what I've created, this little character. Like you have yes. this, your PT Kaboom character. There, there <laughs> is, I mean, he's fun and he's yes. funny, but he's making a specific point. And yes. there's, there's a plan. There's a strategy yes. um, that is, that is, that pushed you into creating a character that a child, that is, um, that is uh, palatable is a good word for a child. Yeah. Right? right. So what I, what I know is I've done, Bible studies all my life. I'm a K. Arthur student. I'm a Beth Moore student. I, um, um, I, I knew that I had, I had read so many books on being, I was a worship leader at one, two, three churches in my life. So I've been that I was, by the way, on the women of faith worship team for almost 10 years around the country as Jean, um, leading worship like that. And then I would put on my costume and, and do the ministry of Miss Patty K. So I started having people in my life, probably this happened to you, who would say, what, Jean, I just think there's a book in you. And I would say, well, I think you should run for Congress. I don't know. I don't think I'm a writer at all. I'm a, I can oh. talk and I can see. Yes. I just wasn't sure about that. But I'll tell you what happened to me, Tom. You'll love this. I was in Albany, Georgia 
and doing a Miss Patty Cake con concert at Sherwood Baptist Church. And that's the church out of which has come the um, movies. The yeah. Kendrick Brothers. They're there yes. in a movies and they have a big vision for um, impacting culture. So in their foyer, right when you walk into the church, they have like a couple of big banners with some of their just church mottos, as I guess it was. And one of the mottos is, says this, whoever wants the next generation the most will get them. Ooh. Right? Yes. Whoever wow. wants the next generation the most will get them. And it... Again, I had one of those arrested moments where I just went, <laughs> like, man, I'm raising my hand and volunteering again. I know already once I did the Isaiah, here am I, send me. Um, but I raised my hand again. I said, okay, God, what is it? And that was like, you have, there's a book in you. And um, wow. it took me a while and some friends helped me. But, and what I did is I just, from my experience, from the study in the word of God and also being a mother, having children, being in children's ministry and around children's ministry for so many years. So I created this book and it's based on praise, praising God, yeah. doing God praise, because praise is always, always something you choose to do. It is always, always a verb. Praise is different than worship. Worship can be the whole of life, but praise is celebrative, intentional, specific actions that we choose to yeah. do. Sing, clap, dance, spin. That's what the word rejoice means, spinning around in a circle. Um, lift up your hands, shout, play instruments. All those are specifically commanded in the Hebrew language. Often we lose right. the translation. In English, it just says praise, but it may mean lift up your hands. It may mean yeah. shout, shout with a loud voice. It may mean bow, low, kneel, those kinds of things. There's a diet God gives us. So this book is, um, I'm holding it up. So if you ever show anybody, <laughs> This book, um, Sharing God's Big Love with Little Lives, is really, I call it a can-do guide for parents and caregivers. And it yeah. goes through the word praise, and it says you're placed and privileged to parent or care for children. You have this rare window of opportunity, these few mm. years when they are yes. little, before the world gets hold of them, before all the synapses are connected by the way, more synapses connect in a child's brain by the time they're three than the rest of their whole life. So that's a really good time to be planting seeds of faith. Yes. And all, all the things that we start early, that seven ways to practice praise, enthusiastic enjoyment, all about a joyful heart is good medicine. What? How do you have fun in this journey? And that's especially good for children's ministry people. I think mm. one of the reasons why you have a hard time getting volunteers in children's ministries. They go, I don't know what to do. That can't be fun. It's, right. it's only chaos and mayhem. And that, that doesn't have to be true. Not at all. You know how to have a strategy for that as do yep. I. And, and so, and at the very end of this whole book is the exclamation point, which is <laughs> an imperative. We would say it means do it. It's a command yes. in the scriptures. The word hallelujah is a Hebrew word, halal. And after it says, praise the Lord, which means halal or hallelujah, praise the Lord. There's always an exclamation point. Go through your book of Psalms and just look at it. Yep. That means it is an, a command of God. It's an imperative. And I love to tell people, <laughs> I love to say, if you're not giving thanks and praise to God, you need to repent. Because mm, the word repent amen. just means 
go a different direction, change your mind, do something nope. better than what you did. So we have to be we have to be the first ones to give God thanks and praise when we model it for our children. We're the ones who have to fill up our cups first. I always I like the uh, I like the oxygen mask principle. You know, we're on an airplane sometimes, and so always. They say, if an oxygen mask drops down in front of you, take the mask in front of you and pull it to the full uh, the full extent of the tubing. Place it over your own mouth before you assist someone else with it. That's you. right. We have yep. to build ourselves up on our most holy faith. We have to fill mm. ourselves up. And the best way right. to do that is to put on a garment of praise. Because yeah. when we do that, that's what Isaiah 61 says, put on a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. Heaviness falls off of us. Because Psalm 16 says, "In you get into His presence where there is fullness of joy," um, and I love I, I love Psalm 22 verse three that says, "God lives in He inhabits the praises," Praise. which is Ahilah. Yes. That word in Hebrew means to sing the sung praises of His people. That's why I can't leave being beside the gate because <laughs> I'm singing with these children. And yes. guess what's happening? Their parents are listening. Yes. So their parents, I'm trying to teach their parents that these songs are easy. You can sing them at home. This is how you can disciple your children. You first follow after Jesus. You obey the word of God. You become a worshiper. You sing. You give thanks and praise to children, to God, sorry. Then you turn around and bring yes. your children alone. You put your mask on first, then you give it to them. So yes. um, it is a wonderful thing to be involved in children's ministry. It is the, Barna says, it's the most strategic ministry in the kingdom of God. Because, right. we, because we are laying, what you said, Tom, we're laying a foundation. Yeah. This is spiritual formation, laying a yes. foundation. Yes. And so I love it because you just really led me into the next the next thing I want to talk about is, okay. is your, is your events, is your programs, your ministry of Miss Patty cake and how I, we talked about this off air. So I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back as the, as I loved watching this video um, <laughs> of you on stage where you pulled up some fathers and I watched them transform right in front of me. Um, <laughs> And it was so cool. You were you were doing your march around the Jericho wall, yeah. um, but using dads as the wall. And I loved what happened to these men. And, and at first, some of them were standing there awkwardly, almost embarrassed, almost like, what? How did I get up here? What am I doing here? <laughs> All of a sudden, fully engaging um, as you marched around them and and hearing the children, watching the children that got caught on the camera and, and seeing the joy in their eyes of watching their fathers up there with you. Um, tell us more about your event and what, because you're available to come to churches. Um, this is something that you do and you love to do. There's, if anybody doubts your passion, um, I'll have to come through the, 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 the <laughs> internet and slap them uh, in love, slap them in love, but, but come on people. Uh, if you don't know, this lady has this joy of the Lord flowing through her. Um, maybe I do need to put the video out so they can see what I'm watching. Um, but tell us about the Miss Patty Cake event and how, because this is something any church can do to bring you in and to have you minister, not just to preschoolers, but to the entire family, because uh, you reach, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's reaching the whole family because of the child. Right. Um, that God can do something and turn a whole family's direction right. through the life of a child that comes to faith. 
I've seen it happen. You've seen it happen. Uh -huh. um, so tell us about the Miss Patty Cake events and what the, what are those like? So much fun because what I what I do I, years ago the Lord gave me this. I, I I was sad at one point about the fact that I've been gone for most week. So you know three out of four weekends for years and years um, on the road. And so God really gave me this idea that what what he does for some people is he says, you know, you get planted, you get to dwell in the land, cultivate faithfulness. I get to be a bumblebee <laughs> and I'm a pollinator. And so I get to go place to place to place. And I'm, and, and what I want to do is give away um, something that, that sticks like pollen, you know, it sticks to yes. them. So, um, um, so what I do is I bring, I come to church, like I just this last weekend, I did two shows in Alabama and, I came to church and they decided to have picnic with Miss Patty Cake. That was fun. And then I have a Patty Cake pajama party. That's a lot of fun. I do Christmas show and I have an Easter show and all different songs with that are themed, you know, that are themed. But I come, I have a big backdrop and um, and and I have two animated characters. I have Colonel TikTok. He's always on time. <laughs> and I have Amazing Grace. She's a wise old book. She's full of truth and she tells me things and she's she's quite British. Well, my dears, it's perfectly clear. God tells you that you're special. So she's a character. Oh, yeah. So so what I do is on stage, I I sing songs. They're all simple. They're they rhyme. They are um, they all have hand motions. And um, and so I bring the whole families because I want parents to interact with their children for them to have a corporate experience in worship at a church or at the fellowship hall or something that's fun where um where i get everyone engaged so that means if i see the dad in the back of the room pull out his phone i might very well say um um okay put your phones down get your hands up you know we're gonna we're gonna wiggle <laughs> our fingers and you know because i'm trying to get the parents because children here's the other thing that you know children they are watching yes they are They're watching what their parents are doing so so I, I, I don't embarrass people. Truly, I don't. But I, and then I'll bring a pastor on stage or a father to help me sing a song and do the, do the hand motions. And the children love to watch parents or somebody nice. that they know, the children's pastor, come up and, and do something fun on stage. And so my songs are Bible story songs. They are Bible verse songs. They are lots and lots of praise songs. And there are games and activities. Like I have a song that's called Copycat. And it's a song that's about following directions. So I say, can you follow my directions? This and that copycat, whatever I do, you do it too. It's a little game where we do the same. So pat your head, everybody pats their head, swing your arms around, you know, all those <laughs> kinds of things. And at the end, I say, did you know the Bible tells us to be a copycat? What? That's right. <laughs> Ephesians 5 1 says, be imitators of God in Christ yes. Jesus. You know what an imitator is? It's a copy. So all those kinds of things, if I can give that away to a parent, then the next day, the mommy can say, oh, remember, Miss Patty Cake says we should eat fruits and vegetables yeah. for you. Let's try some orange carrots and green beans and red apples. So what I what I this brand does is early childhood education that's nope. that's Bible based. That's a biblical worldview. And it's safe and it's happy and it's fun. And I only ever hear people say, Oh my good, here's my favorite thing that ever happened to me, Tom. You'll love this. It was a dad. I was at a conference and he came around the corner and saw me, and I was in my costume with my hat, my little <laughs> dress on, and everything. And he went, Oh my goodness, you're Miss Patty Cake. And I said, I said, Yeah, I am. And he goes, nods his head, looks at me, and this is what he said. 
I hate you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm done laughing. I said, your children love me. Your children love me. He said, yes, you're on repeat at my house. I'm so sick of your oh, voice. Yeah. I cannot believe how much I hear your voice in my house all the time. I said, yeah. that is the greatest thing wow. I've ever heard. That is the yeah. best compliment I could ever get from anybody. And we both died laughing. But he oh, thanked me. No, he thanked me. I'm so glad yeah. my children like you rather than Peppa Pig and Blippi and Yo I was just going to say, yes. Anything else? Because you know the sad truth in our world today, Tom, is that every two-year-old in the world knows how to work an iPhone. Yep. Maybe yep. three-year-old. And parents have often abdicated their role as a parent by right. handing a device to their child. And they indiscriminately sometimes push play on, I don't know, something that's meaningless, something that's the wheels oh. on the bus go round around, something that's some cartoon or some game. I would like to challenge these parents and say, yes. please, I beg you, int be intentional, push yes. play, choose something that is not God-less. Because yes. most everything Amen. in the future is God-less. We've got things that are God-more and God-full. Yes. And we can, and, and I want to help moms and dads choose that. That's why I'm still traveling and still going to churches and children's ministers are still inviting me saying, hey, we have a program that's fun, that's happy, that um, it's musical, it's energetic. It, um, I sing for 45 or 50 minutes straight. I never sit down. We barely take a drink <laughs> of water. We just move and move and move and move it. And at the end, they can take all of it home. All my songs are on Spotify and yeah. iHeartRadio and on on YouTube music. And I, what I want to do is help parents disciple their little yes. children without oh. them even knowing they're being discipled. It's just the music that you're playing. You're choosing to give them the word of God. That is wonderful. So it's a lot oh. of fun. And in addition to being Miss Patty Cake and singing a concert event, um, I can also come as Jean and do a parenting workshop yes. based, on the, based on the book that I do in and also, I get to talk to a lot of children's ministry people like we're yes. doing today, which yes. I love to encourage them and just say, hey, don't grow weary in well-doing. It's it's often mm. a thing. There's not a lot of thanks. And sad to say, in a lot of churches, mm. the children's ministry gets the bottom of the barrel, which That's should right. not be because yep. God's, God's kingdom is upside down. Jesus is the one who says, little is yes. less is more, little is much. The first will be last. So what we're doing is the high calling of God in Christ Jesus when Amen. we bend down um, and speak and love on the little ones that Jesus loves, the little children uh, of the world. I hate to end this conversation. <laughs> this has been so good. I've totally I lost know. track of time. I don't even care. Um, I've really enjoyed this. Gene, we will get you back on again just to talk more kids ministry stuff. Good. Um, for sure. We will have you back. And hey, y'all, if if you haven't already, go check out misspattycake.com. You can find all her resources there. You can you can book her to come to your church for training, for a show, for both. Um yeah. whatever. Um, she can she can bless you. Um, so be sure to to go check her out. Um and go check out the website, sign up for all her stuff. Um, buy all her stuff, put it in your nurseries, in your preschool rooms, and have it blasting every Sunday morning. Um, that would be fantastic. Um, 
and and uh, what a way to to bless if you're doing child dedications. Oh yeah, to grab the book and grab some of the music and put that in your gift to the new parents. Absolutely. Um, you know, get them started off right, so they don't have to resort to just defaulting to something. Let's right. give them something to be intentional about. Why not? It's right there. We've got it. <laughs> let me let me let me say this. I do have a YouTube channel. I don't have all my videos there because they're copyright protected. I have some snippets and I have a few songs that are on there. That that's Miss Patty Cake TV on YouTube. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. All the songs mm-hmm. are there. So that's really great. The other thing is I've partnered with a company called CM Worship. That's Children's Ministry Worship. And that is where if you are the person who is buying, uh, you know, one song videos that are lyric videos and you put them in your playlist, all my songs are there and available. CMWorship.com. That's available. And those are, you know, you know, those guys, Keith and Charlie. I do. And so CM Worship. And then also um, um, MissPatyGate.com and and the YouTube and that's it. And oh, and the lullabies, the lullabies for babies. They are the best. It's my favorite thing I've ever done. Bible scripture songs, blessing songs, sweet little my, oh my, oh little joy. Oh baby, I love you. Anyway, so sweet. So those are also on Spotify. So you can listen to that for babies for your nursery. If you have a nursery, you can just pull that up and play that. It plays for a whole hour. Um, and so it's wonderful music that sings over your babies. Wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure, Jean. Thanks so much for joining us uh, and taking time. Uh, well, my friends, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. I appreciate you again for listening, for sharing, for letting people know that we're here. Um, so be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. If you haven't joined our Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, Come on over and join uh, the discussions, the chats, the, the resource sharing. We've got all sorts of stuff coming and going on there. And uh, obviously, that's where you won't miss any episodes because they drop almost every week as we best we can. So thanks again for listening and stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills and ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.